Welcome to the Service Department News Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news and developments from across the service department, apart hotel and extended stay sectors. Welcome to the Service Department News Podcast. I'm Felicity Cousins, Assistant Editor of Service Department News, and today I'm talking to Gary Hurst, Founder and CEO of MISA. Hi, Gary. Good morning, Felicity. Um, thank you for coming coming on to chat to us. Mice has been around for five years, is that? Um, yes, we, we've been in um, uh, sort of uh, production, and um, you know, we, we've been we've been in those five years. We've been doing a lot of research, and we've been talking to operators. We've been talking about uh, talking to um, corporate buyers, and so we we. You know, we haven't rushed into to what we've um, produced now uh, as as, as, um, as an ecosystem. Um, so yeah, I mean, sort of five years is is there or thereabouts. Um, a lot of research and and um, a lot of sitting down and and, and drawing um, processes and procedures. So so yes, yeah, it's been been some journey. And it has been a journey. And how does how does MISA change that relationship between um, corporate travel buyers and service departments um, to make it easier? I guess it's always been a difficult thing for, for people to book service departments. It's been a tricky one. So how does MISA enable that process? It has, Felicity. You know, I've been in the industry quite some time now. So I've listened to um, what corporate buyers would want from our sector. Um, and, and a lot of that is around the visibility, um, the, the ability to um, book service accommodation um, in, a, in a simple and efficient manner, the same way they've done for, with hotels and airlines for, for many years. And obviously the, the legacy GDSs that have been around for, for longer than I've been around, um, you know, it has, has made that quite a simple process. But it, that the GDS isn't particularly favourable um, to to managing um, service departments, booking service departments. Um, so what we what we began um, doing was was looking at the technology element um, of, of what we could bring to the table. Um, but it wasn't just about um, the the booking process. It wasn't just about um, accessibility. We, we were looking at, you know, where there's a greater spotlight now on safety and security. Um, there, there's a lot of spotlight on um, uh, seamless booking, um, uh, basically. So we, we sort of put it all into, into a melting pot. Um, and and, and what, we've, what we've now brought to the table, we think will allow buyers to... Um, have greater visibility, understand the type of um, uh, accommodation they are booking. Um, they can actually take control over, over that process, um, put in place um, a procurement process individually um, or with the, the properties individually and understand um, more and more about um, what it is the, the, the operators are providing. Um, and I think this, this is really important now that we've seen the introduction of the ISO 31030 um, mm. that, that was introduced last year. Was, so, that, was that predominantly introduced because of the pandemic? Or was that always on its way? 
No, that was always on its way. Um, I, I think um, the pandemic put a greater spotlight on, on the safety element um, mm. of, of, of travellers. Um, so I, I think um, f- from our perspective, um, we, we wanted to um, provide buyers and travellers with, with the sort of um, confidence that the, um, the providers, the operators of service accommodation um, are, are meeting certain standards um, mm-hmm. and, and provide um, the, the ability to see that for themselves. You know, so yeah. so we, within our within our own process, we've made that quite transparent, um, yeah. and, and and I think that meets with those ISO benchmarks um, where, where travellers are or the buyers, should I say, um, are required to meet certain levels of, of due diligence. Do you think that um, serv- the service department sector has been kind of stunted in its growth because of um, the legacy booking systems in place? It it hasn't helped. It hasn't helped. And I think when you're trying to, particularly with, with business travel, when, when you've got a process in place that's maybe been in, in place for many years, um, to, to actually be able to digress from that and um, put in new processes that aren't as efficient, um, that possibly aren't um, as, as manageable. Uh, and I talk about manageable in, 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 in sort of data capture and uh, making sure that data is... is, is um, you know, forwarded in the right direction. So I think it, you know, it, it has been, um, you know, a slow burner perhaps from, from, the, from, the, out, from, from the start for business travel. Obviously it's been used in, in relocation for, for many years, um, but for, for, for business travel buyers to um, change policy, change the way the, the bookers um, manage the, the, the actual bookings, et cetera. But that, that's, that's taken time. And I mm-hmm. think it's the, the sort of younger generations that, that are coming through that, that are traveling in, in, a, in a way that, um, you know, they want more, um, more options available to them. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen that the likes of, the, of Airbnb, et cetera, and various other sort of short-term rental companies making... Um, people aware that there are alternatives to hotels and, and I think that's driven some of the demand. Um, yeah do you think perhaps... that um, that will push um, the extended safe sector kind of on onto the the travel buyers top of their list because I mean most travel programs are, are just full of hotels aren't they and do you think that's going to change now? I, I don't think it's going to change um, dramatically I mean ho- hotels are, are always going to be the stable um, of, of any accommodation program. Um, but I think when people are traveling for, for perhaps three or four days or, or, or longer, um, they want that flexibility. And I think what we saw with the, the, the pandemic was um, a, a sort of transgression towards uh, more sort of service accommodation type, accommodate, you know, to, to the apartments, et cetera, because you've got that natural social distancing um in your own um um space um you know you, you you don't need to go down to the restaurant you don't need to you know stand in a queue and wait to check in or check out you you, you do i think you know travelers have felt more confident um that um you know that they're they're, they're safe within um service accommodation um type of um option 
Um, so I think there's, you know, we've seen that in, in the corporates that we've been speaking to. Um, we've seen that demand increase um, since, since COVID. And I think now it's, it's more about um, making sure that, um, you know, the travel buyers um, are confident in the type of accommodation that their travellers are going to be staying in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and they can see that. Um, so the the platform that um, that MISA uses is is called Myo. Um, that's true, and yeah. So that's what the 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 travel buyers will be using for their programs. Um, how, do you, does it help drive compliance? It does. Um, I, I guess I guess one of the um, uh, advantages that that um, the pandemic brought was that sort of greater focus on quality and, and standards and safety, etc. And um, I, I think because of that, we wanted to focus on the um, the, the safety element, uh, the security um, of um, properties, and and. In that time, in that sort of two-year period, it allowed us to, to um, consider what we could develop that, that would allow um, access and visibility to, mm-hmm. to the credentials of, of, of these properties. So within our own platform, um, travel buyers now have um, full access and transparency of every single building that, that's on our property. And... Yeah, well, it's very difficult to actually be able to uh, inspect every property, but what we've done through our technology is actually created um, uh, a very slick digital process um, that that walks the the, the providers of the accommodation through a process, um, which then then the buyers have um, full visibility of. Okay, thank you for explaining that. and presumably, um, working with TMCs is, is on is on the agenda as well um, to, to to use MISA and MISA. Yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. And I think again, um, going back to the the, the, um, the difficulties of uh, accessibility, I think that, you know the travel management companies have heavily um, uh, relied on on the GDS in, in the past. Um, and although there are, you know, some properties available um, on, on the GDS, um, th- there's a high proportion that, that aren't. Um, and um, you know, from um, from a time perspective, from an efficiency perspective, the the, the, the TMCs um, have mainly shied away from actually doing the bookings directly themselves um, mm-hmm. because of the, the, the you know the time constraints. Um, in, in, in getting options. Um, so they've either used um, uh, sort of service department agent partner uh, to, to find those options for them. Um, or, you know, as I say, they've, they've used the, the, the GDS um, where possible. So I think what we um, are able to do is, is find another sort of them with another string to their bow basically by by bringing um this type of accommodation um to them in, a, in an efficient way that can be integrated and uh and booked as easily as a hotel can be 
Thank you. And just um, finally, um, it's probably been the challenging two years, but what's the what's been the most challenging from the five years that uh, since you began? Um, I guess, I mean, obviously, you know, the pandemic hit just about every business in, in, in travel. Um, and, you know, at, at that time, um, we were we were ready to, to, to properly roll out um, uh, the system. Um, so that, that was a little bit frustrating. Um, but what it did do, as, as I mentioned earlier, it, it allowed us to reanalyze what, what we'd actually built and, 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 um, and improve um, what we'd already uh, developed. Um, so it actually gave us a, a, a window of, of um, opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so I, I, personally, I, 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 I don't think we've um, uh, had uh, any period of time where, where it's been that difficult. Uh, it's been an enjoyable journey. Um, and, and what we've really enjoyed is actually going out and listening and to, to the operators and, and the travel buyers and, and you know, delivering something that, that both parties have, have been asking for. That's great. Thank you so much for talking to us, Gary. Um, I really appreciate it. It was really interesting. Thanks very much. Thanks for listening to the Service Department News Podcast. If you'd like to keep up to date with all the latest industry news, visit servicedepartmentnews.com and sign up to our weekly newsletter. Service Department News is part of the International Hospitality Media Portfolio.